Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Heel Phenom SP3, back once again with True Heels BTR Between the Ropes with great independent wrestler, one of my favorites on the indie scene from the New York area, Staten Island, Vinny Pacifico. How you doing, brother? I'm doing very good. Thank you very much for asking, and I appreciate the kind words. I really do. Of course, of course, man. I love I love seeing a hard worker and seeing that hard work pay off. You get new opportunities. You were getting new opportunities. So my first question is, how is everything you're dealing with, like the whole change, being home during this pandemic? And then more importantly, how did you like, how did you first find out about how serious this was going to be? Okay, so this is, so uh, I miss wrestling more than anything, but I'm, I'm, I, I have to say I really do enjoy the time that I'm having with my family, my girlfriend. You know, I'm, I'm enjoying going in that aspect of life. You know, yes, I, 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 I before this, before this uh, uh, pandemic, I, my um, momentum has been going higher and higher. I, I got to debut at Evolve. I wrestled in um, uh, Chicago. The, the, that, my last match was in Chicago before the pandemic. Um, so like, I've been just really, really getting great opportunities. I'm, I was happy and I was like, just mentally in a good place. And that happened. So I had, a, I sat down for a second and I said, you know what, what am I going to do now for, like, for money and for, cause I, uh, for, for everything, money, time, gym, gym's canceled, gym closed. So what am I going to do? It, you know, I, my exactly. dad brought me my birthday, my birthday gift from my father was a weight set, which is awesome. I'm lifting weight still, but it's still not as good as a regular gym. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so I went, I got a job on the side. Well, um, I have two incomes right now. Okay. One, I, uh, I garden. And uh, every now and then I garden. I make some money off it. Like I, I do some gardening for my family members. And then, but I also, my, my main source of income right now is doing deliveries, which the money oh, nice. for that right now is hot. It definitely is, because they're looking for more and more workers, because it's like they're losing people, so they need new people, so that's awesome. I deliver food. It's, uh, it's great. It's been amazing. And the thing is, um, I was living with my dad and his girlfriend for a bit. I had an apartment, then I moved in with my dad and his girlfriend. My dad, my dad, and my dad, like my dad's girlfriend's house, and her. She has like a, a apartment. I moved in there, and I said, you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to. Like, it's not no, no separate entrance, so it's kind of like you know, weird. I rather, I rather have my own place, separate yeah. entrance. So, I said, and I want to move in with my girlfriend. Our, our, ne- our next step is moving in, you know. So I'm like, you know what? I need to make this happen for myself. I need to get my own place because I'm 21. I, I, you know, what I mean, I gotta eventually move out so i got the job for deliver do, doing food delivery doordash delivery and um i've been loving it so i'm i'm looking for apartments so in the next few weeks i'm beginning my first apartment oh that's sweet man that that, that definitely shows that you, you didn't use this like whole pandemic to kind of like stop you in progressing that's awesome to hear brother dude thank you very much yeah i really just I, I, I want to be able to, you know, ha- I don't want to live in someone else's apartment, in someone else's, I mean, obviously an apartment in someone else's house, but I had a separate entrance. So it's kind of hard for me to, you know, if, if I go upstairs at like 11 p.m. to go for a quick little snack, or if I want to go for a walk, 
so I don't really sleep that much. I really don't sleep, so I go for walks at night or jogs. Yeah. Um, I don't want to disrupt people. You know what I mean? Like going upstairs through the kitchen to outside. I, I don't want. I want. I need a separate entrance. So I said I need to do this for myself and get a separate entrance. So now or get an apartment that's separate from family. So I can be like, you know, I, I mean, I want to live close to my family, but I don't want to live at my dad's girlfriend's house. I'm sorry. That's, I, Absolutely. That's, 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 that's how I could put it. I don't want to live there. I want to be able to live on my own. Absolutely. So, but I, I love the fact that you use this as like a, a slingshot. Kind of like you took two steps back to take three steps forward. So that's awesome. But mm-hmm. how did like, how did like this whole pandemic affect you as well as like your wrestling career as far as like the bookings and the stuff that you had planned for like the next couple of months? Man, I don't want to give too much detail about it, but I had some really, really, really big things planned or like coming up. Um, hopefully, like the momentum stays or comes back when things come back to normal, but uh, it's, it's, it's time to work as hard as you can, you know? Like, obviously, the WWE had some releases, and uh, they're going to be hungry. Like, the, the talent's going to be even bit better, you know? So you need to... Everyone who's already on the independent scene needs to bust their ass ten times as hard. And I'm, I'm ready for that. I'm excited. I, I love challenge. I love working hard. So I'm ready to, like, wrestle, but... I have no idea when it's going to be. So I figure, study, tape study, yeah. practice promos, jog, nice. work out. Do, I, I have to do what I got to do. And yeah, it is. It, I'm sure for a lot of people, because a lot of people are doing great, great, excuse me. A lot of people were killing it wrestling. Yeah. But what happened was it got cut because it, everyone's momentum kind of got a little, you know, uh, got a little um, sidetracked with this virus, but I'm sure every single person who got that momentum going for themselves, it will come back even stronger. I, I, I'm pretty sure, you know, because yeah, everybody's gonna use this extra time in their own ways. But I love the fact that you're saying that you've been like doing like your own tape study because that kind of falls in line with one of the questions I wanted to ask you is that you know being a uh, you know not only a wrestler, you're a wrestling fan. What like wrestling have you been has really been catching your eye with the extra time off to kind of do that tape study and watch like the present day stuff or maybe like old school stuff what's like the one like event or match that really been catching your eyes since you've had the extra time off so i'm a huge daniel bryan fan i love watching his stuff i could watch his stuff all the time but so i'm watching more i mean more of him like more deeper like uh his early days and stuff like that i've been watching some Rey mysterio kurt angle I I also lately have been watching a lot more Dolph Ziggler because he's just amazing. Okay. I'm enjoying myself some Ring of Honor, some some old old Ring of Honor from like uh, early 2000s. Um, nice. So yeah, I'm just, nice. I'm just enjoying anything I could find. You know, I'm enjoying anything because it's it's just wrestling. You know, wrestling is a beautiful thing, and many art forms of it, and every art form I feel is beautiful. We we definitely see eye to eye on that for sure. I'm a big uh, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan fan. I I honestly I always tell the story on our podcast that if it wasn't for Ring of Honor in like 2004, 2005, 2006, I would not be a wrestling fan today. That's why I really? even wore this Briscoe shirt because I know you're you're a huge uh, ROH fan yourself. So. Um, so as far as like that, da- Brian Danielson, as far as like his early work in like Ring of Honor, what's like your favorite 
from like his early work with Ring of Honor, being a big D- Brian Danielson fan. I know, I know that's a tough that's a tough question if you're a big fan because there's a lot to choose from with his library there. But what's the one match if you if you if you had a new wrestling fan come to you t- and told you show me the best Daniel Bryan uh, Brian Danielson match from Ring of Honor? What would it be? Huh. I loved him, and uh, I really, really, really enjoyed him versus Kenny Omega versus Seth Rollins. Um, I also enjoyed him and Nigel. I think it was in Manhattan. Uh, that one was popping. I love that one. Um, so, yeah, he has had a like, – I had the DVDs of, like, the ROHs, and uh, they're just great. And it's just great to see how he's grown over the years. And it's just, like it – motiva- it motivates me. It motivates people to, you know, work harder and see – what you can be over time if you put in the effort like he did. He's busted his ass. Look where he is now, you know? It's great to see that from people. Absolutely. He's he's worked for he started from the bottom and now he's here, as Jake would say. Oh I, I love Drake. But yeah. <laughs> so starting off so young in like wrestling, you started uh, I've read that you started off when you were fifteen. What's been like the biggest obstacles for you being so young in your career? So starting out, um I was 15, so obviously we are the most mature people ever. Uh, so I was, I was, I was hard for me to become a fan to wrestler. So I would go to training, showing up wearing like wrestling T-shirts. Um, I had a Daniel Bryan phone case actually, and yeah, so it kind of, it kind of. Uh, rub people the wrong way. I don't want to name names, but some people didn't like that about me, that I was 15 years old and still a fan of wrestling. You know, I was trying to, I was a little more like having fun than rather than putting in the effort. And then once, once I turned okay. 16, I kind of, you know, put pedal to the metal and said, you know what? I'm, I grew out of that fan stage and became like a wrestler, had a, rest, a mind for wrestling. And I really have been, uh, I'm grateful for everything that happened in my career. Because um, my, my wrestling career has been crazy. I, I'm so grateful for just to have every opportunity I've had. But I think starting out at 15 was definitely great. I learned a lot. But it, I should have known to uh, switch gears mentally. Like, to being like a wrestler to a, a fan to become a wrestler. But hey, it took me a few months and I did it eventually. Uh, I had another obstacle. I had an injury. Um came back from that that was mentally hard the injury itself got healed really really good but mentally it sucked being out but once i returned it was all worth it and uh so yeah that that's pretty wrestling is uh as much as the physical it is it's also a waiting game sometimes too you gotta wait for the opportunity to come but yeah be ready for the opportunity to come and you gotta work. And you gotta work for those opportunities. You gotta work and scrap and get the crumbs if you can. So, what's been like your biggest triumph so early in your career? What would you say is like the biggest accomplishment? Whether that was performing for Evolve, you being an ROH man, performing on the Future of Honor events. What's been like your biggest triumph in your mind? Definitely Ring of Honor, Future of Honor. Being a part of that was definitely the. And oh, Evolve was awesome too. Like I, I, if. Someone asked me recently if I had to choose between the two companies, which would I choose to be at? And I could not pick. Both companies are just beautiful in their own, beautiful in their own ways. Um, excuse me. Uh, beautiful in their own ways. And I, I, being in Ring of Honor that early on in my career was a blessing. I was so happy. Uh, the, the locker room is bar none 
my favorite locker room I've ever been in. People are so nice, always helping, um, always looking to help me grow and teach me new things. It was great. It was amazing. I, uh, I had the tryout. Yeah, I had the tryout. And, and uh, you know, that tryout, I was spot on that weekend. I don't know. I, I, I trained really hard. I dieted. And I was my best me at the time. Or I was getting close to it. And I, uh, I, um, I really had a good showing at the tryout. Got picked to the school, the Future of Honor School. And then I got booked for Ring of Honor. So that's how it all worked. And that's how all these steps came and it started happening. Um, Evolve was, I had the Evolve tryout and uh, it was very, very good. Very, very fun. Learned a lot. I had a pretty good match in the tryout. And then uh, Gabe Sapolsky emailed me and booked me for one of his uh, shows in Queens. And that was an amazing opportunity. And I was very, I was very happy. And I feel like that happening um, really helped my career out. And then the virus came. So, but that, that's just what happens, you know, good things come with the bad, you know, but what, what are you going to do about it? You know, I can't cry and say, oh man, the virus, I'm going to have to keep, uh, you know what I mean? I just, yes, I did the Evolve uh, debut. I had, I've been doing some opportunities and yes, this is virus year, but I can't sit here and mope over the bad. I need to have a good mindset and work towards getting even better than I was then. I would, I would like to put it in the perspective of right now we're in like the off season for wrestling. You're the first ever off season in a very yes. long, long time. And you went out as a champion. You got to be at one of your biggest, your big, one of your biggest triumphs of your career was right at the end of the season. So yep, I mean, exactly. exactly, exactly. That's, that's the positive way to kind of think about it right now. So you, you've been wrestling for about five to six years now. What's been, you, you've been coming, you know, the different places, what's been your your craziest road experience or like road story that you have or the person that like you you've traveled on the road that sticks out in your mind the most i've uh, jt dunn has helped me out in many ways he's somebody who's helped me out he's, he's mentored me helped me in i i, I as, as a human being he's probably one of the biggest influences on my career um Zach Sabre Jr., someone I travel with plenty of times. Great dude. Love Zach. Um, Logan Black helped train me. Uh, he, I love traveling with him. Cheeseburger, one of my trainers. Love traveling with him. Delirious. Will Ferrara. Oh, oh, it's just the, tra- the traveling part is an amazing part of wrestling. It's just so much fun. Oh, but you wanted you want to hear a, a funny road story. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I was crashing at JT's uh, place the night before a show in Rhode Island. And uh, I could have went up the next day. But I'm, I, I like to get things out of the way. I, I, I'd rather drive up at night and be able to sleep and then wake up when I'm there rather than, you know, wake up in the morning and then drive four hours to Rhode Island during the day. I'd rather do it at night. So yeah. I, had a show in, I had a show Saturday in Jersey. And I was like 45 minutes. Uh, I was like 45 minutes away from 45 minutes closer to Rhode Island than Staten Island. So if I if I drove from Staten Island, it would have been four hours. It was three and a, it was three give or take three hours to get to Rhode Island that night from 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 Jersey. So after the show ended, I said, "All right, you know what? It's 9:45, 10 o'clock. Why not just drive to JT's now and crash there?" Um, rather than, uh, just drive the next day. 
She said, all right, yeah. whatever. I, 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 I had a really good match. I was like, all right, okay, let me just, I, I, I had a really good match. I'm very happy with myself. I got an energy drink. Let's go. Oh, let's go to Rhode Island now. Let's go to Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah. I, had, I had clothes on me. I had, I had a bag of clothes anyway on me. But that night, it was really, really snowy. So here's, here's the kicker. I drive up by myself. The snow is very, very like it's get it's getting bad. It's getting bad, worse and worse towards you know, um, uh, towards towards Rhode Island. Yeah. Uh, I took a different route on accident. Uh, it said quicker, something like that, quicker or like a different route, less toll, whatever it said. Took that route. Uh. I drove. I, I the, the 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 so it was so snowy. It looked like three lanes, but it was two lanes. So as I, I noticed, it's two lanes. So I tried to get back over. I hit the I hit the brake to go over, and my car spins out and hits a railing. Whoa! Are you? And then I'm damn. like, okay, my car's okay. Let's keep going. I spin out again. I I fall off. My car goes off the road. And hits another railing. And then my car at this point is just destroyed. And the snow is so bad, I'm calling AAA, they ain't coming. I call the tow truck, they ain't coming. Dude, I had to drive five miles per hour for like 20 minutes. And then somebody behind me spins off the road. But there was no railing, so he spun off into the woods. Oh my god. I didn't tell I, I, I think you're the first person I've told on the podcast this story. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so it's like three years ago. So then I, I, uh, I, I started at, at five miles per hour, started spinning out again. So I'm like, oh, I, I crashed my car twice that day. And I'm like, nope, not happening again. So once, once I spun out and then like stopped in the middle of the road, I was like, oh, thank God. And I just pulled over. I called, I don't know, I don't know who I called. I called like a friend of mine or a cousin of mine in Rhode Island. And they helped me get back to uh, their place. They, they Ubered me to their place. My oh cousin. my god! You were already you were already in Rhode Island by this point, though, right? Uh, no, no, I was in Connecticut, I think, actually. Oh wow! Almost there. And, <laughs> yeah, dude. And then I got Ubered to my my, cousin, my cousin's house, and the the truck just was destroyed. So I, I actually drove. Oh, dropped my fork. I actually uh, drove my destroyed car from Rhode Island to Staten Island again after the show ended. After the show from. Sunday, so yeah, that was. Are you kidding me? Dude, it was, <laughs> you drove a red car. <laughs> I actually, I actually fixed the fixed the fixed the hood of the car with with, uh-huh. with, with uh, wrist tape. What? <laughs> <laughs> that that is quite the story. R- wrist tape was your was your was your go to tool. Back to Staten Island. I'm like screw it. I mean, I, I, how, what am I gonna do? Told the tow the uh my car 200 miles that'd be like a low that'd be like a lot of money so i'm like you know what let me just drive it back it's drivable it wasn't terrible it's just like really 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 banged up so i i had my car on blinkers for like seven hours on like the, the right lane going bad slow people honking at me but eventually i got home and i was just like Whew. i'm home got this car fixed and we're good yeah and that was it and then after that the car was just destroyed like, i got a new car eventually but that was just really scary, spinning out twice in one night. 
Wow. Okay. Well, that 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 was a good one. I didn't I did not expect that. Usually usually we go more like the the, the funnier route, but that is crazy. <laughs> that it was is pretty funny. It was pretty no, funny to think about. It, it was it was it was a little bit more crazier than funny, but yeah, definitely funny. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe that happened. I don't even know. I don't, I don't even know. Like, thank God that I didn't get hurt. Knock on wood, I didn't get hurt because you know. Yeah. And you didn't wind up on the news. Uh, you were spinning out. Like, you had people spinning out into the woods, man. That's that. Dude, crazy. everyone. A, a person behind me, a guy in front of me. I was like, oh, I got, I, this is like, this is like, uh, this highway's evil. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, it's like, it's like, I was like, oh, my God. But then, event, but then yesterday, the next day, uh, my opponent uh, didn't make the show. Or something like that happened. So then I got to, I got to wrestle JT. Which is like one of my mentors and someone I look up to. So that was very, uh, that was a good payoff to all the shit that happened. I got to wrestle my mentor. And that and that definitely made all the the the, the weird journey that you had getting there worth it all for yep. sure. Yep, definitely. <laughs> it was really cool. It was really fun. And uh, like I said, he's one of the best people that I know. He's a really good person. So I, I always, you know, yeah. Got you. Shout out to JT Dunn Dun yep. for sure. Um. And then, so you said you got to wrestle JT Dunn. Who's like the one guy on the independent scene that you, in your mind, you're like, I got, I gotta versus him. I gotta, I gotta go up against him to kind of see where you're at in your career right now. That's on the scene, right? You are saying? Yeah, yeah, that's on the scene. Yeah. Evan Bourne, Matt Seidel. Gone. That's a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, he's somebody I've really wanted to wrestle for the longest time. Uh, yeah, man, like. He's great dude, also, but also just like such a talented dude that I really just want to wrestle him, and I was getting close to it. Um, but uh, it just this virus thing kind of screwed me up. So you said more like when you got into wrestling, like your biggest like obstacle was getting through, like transitioning from fan to wrestler. Yep. Now that you're at home during this pandemic and you're doing tape study now as a wrestler, what are you kind of like looking for to like learn or pick out in when you're watching these matches? Good question. Uh, I guess the way they transition themselves from TV to non-televised shows what they do differently, what they, um, how they do certain things with their holds, where they put their hand placement on certain holds, stuff like that, small things that you wouldn't really see otherwise. You know, I do a lot of pausing to see how things work, a lot of, uh, a lot of slowing, slow motion, slowing the, slowing the um, TV down so I could see certain things better. So yeah, stuff, stuff like that, footwork, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, it's a lot of stuff that you can really all get. But over time, when you practice and practice and practice, it becomes second nature. Nice, nice. I like that. Good answer. All right. So what do you kind of see, like, your, like, the long-term being for you in wrestling, like, your your next, like, goals after this whole this whole pandemic situation is over? Huh. I, I, I want to wrestle. Uh, I want to wrestle all the best people. Uh, you know, I want to I, I wrestle the best people in the world. My goal is to live off this, have a contract or be on TV or everything. I, I just want to wrestle. I, I want to wrestle the best. I want to wrestle. I want to live off it. I, I, all I want to do in my life, all I want to do is wrestle and go to the gym. You know, that's all I want to do. I don't, I don't want no, you know, but, but hey, you got you to work for it. You have to work your ass off. So, and I'm ready for it. I'm prepared for it. I'm prepared to work hard. I'm prepared to 
you know, face obstacles. I'm prepared. I'm re- I want to. I want to enjoy the uh, the hard work. You know, I want to enjoy it, and I'm um, grateful for the opportunity I've had. But I want. We always want more. We always look for the next. What's next? What's next? Yes, this pandemic pandemic's happening, but next, I just want to wrestle. I want to improve, and I want to get to that next level. Great, I love it. So, like you said, we got extra time. So, for people that's listening to this, or for our other interviews, we got Mark Adam Harriety. He suggested that they should watch Armageddon 2003. Uh, Darius Carter said they should look at the old King of the Ring that William Regal won in 2008. What's the one show or event or moment that you suggest our listeners look at, uh, look back on, and watch in wrestling history? I'm a little biased. But my biggest moment watching wrestling was Dan Bryan winning the title uh, at WrestleMania. Um, that was awesome. Uh, matches or put pay-per-views? Oh, you could do it with pay-per-views. I, I like, I me, mean, myself, I, I've been telling everybody who with, within the ear's distance that the Great American Bash 1989 is one of the greatest wrestling events of all time. So I will tell you myself, uh, myself, if you haven't watched that, I would suggest you watching that because the Great American Bash 1989 is one of the greatest events ever. So like I said, you know, others have said Armageddon 2003 to go back and watch for the great signs in the crowd because that was right after uh, we captured Saddam Hussein. So that's why Mark Adam Adigrity more wanted us to watch that one. So for you, like, what's, like, the one, like, pay-per-view or show you suggest, like, the listeners to watch and why? Okay. I have, I have two. That's, is that okay if I have two? Yeah, yeah, of course. Bias, because Mania 30 was my – I knew I wanted to be a wrestler. Like, seeing Dana Bryan do it and seeing how the show is based around him and all that, that was definitely special for me. Being a fan of him also, but also for myself as a wrestler, I was like, yep, I want to do that. I want to be a wrestler. That was yeah. that was I was like thirteen or fourteen when that happened. I was like, "Yep, that's what I want to do with my my career." So that that was the uh, motivation start off. That what I wanted to do. Um, I also really enjoy my pay per view that I enjoyed. Hmm. So yeah, I, uh, Mania Thirty was because of Brian, obviously, and I, I also really enjoyed uh, Taker having against Brock. That was a great match, and then. Um, what other matches were on that pay per view that I really liked? Cena and Bray. Yeah, Cena and Bray. That Hell was very yeah. good. You had the yeah, yeah, Daniel Bryan versus Triple H. You had Cesaro winning the Andre Andre the Giant. That was in our top our top five. We did a WrestleMania ranking on uh, True Hill Heat sixty nine. That was in our top five WrestleManias of all time. That was great. Yeah, it was amazing. I loved it. Uh, so wait, let me say one more pay per view that I liked. I yeah. loved I loved Mania twenty three. Cena and Sean, that was dope. Uh, okay, so if I gotta if I gotta say another pay per view, uh, hmm. and it doesn't have to be WWE. You can go to to you could do a Ring of Honor show, Ring of Honor DVD that you watched last that you, you know, people should watch. I know me myself, my favorite. I would say my favorite Ring of Honor show is probably uh, Glory by Honor two thousand six. Because that's the first Ring of Honor DVD I ever got. And that had Kenta versus Brian Danielson at the Hammerstein Ballroom. One of the greatest matches in ROH history. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that one's a good one. I, I've actually watched that match recently again. Uh, pay-per-view. Um, Mania 23 was dope. I enjoyed Mania 20. 
Um, I enjoyed. I love WrestleManias. Those are, I, SummerSlam, uh, 2006, I liked. 2007. Might have been 2007. Um, I also enjoyed uh, December to December, ECW. You, you, you enjoyed that? <laughs> I've was never, I, I've never wait, heard anybody wait. say that. <laughs> that one, was it that one? It, might, it was Rey Mysterio Eddie Guerrero at ECW. Uh, no, you're thinking of uh, Rey Mysterio, I think. Halloween Havoc? Yes, yes, Halloween Havoc, 1997. Yes, yeah, the class, that, that one was dope. The that class was... between uh, Ray and Eddie, for sure. Dude. And then, and then we have the, the classic uh, worst match of Roddy Piper versus Hulk Hogan in the main event. So you got the best and the worst of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> in, in one night, enjoy it, guys. Nah. Yeah, but I just love it, man. I love wrestling. Sorry. So, but yeah, if you want to watch a match that I really enjoyed, if anyone wants to see a, a great match, um, Brian versus Ziggler, Bregan Wright, 2011. I love that match. Dude, that was the shit. <laughs> that was like one of the first times I think other than his winning the US title from Miz at Night of Champions that was one of the first like great matches uh, Brian had in WWE yeah it was dope that was definitely <laughs> something else that was dope um, I enjoyed uh, Punk and Morrison in ECW that was dope they had a good series of matches, very underrated, but when you look back on it, it was, it was definitely good. Mm-hmm. So to close out this interview, tell the, tell the great folks listening where they can uh, find you on social media, any merchandise or anything that you have online that they can purchase or support you, follow you on, to let them know right now. Awesome. Facebook would just be good old Vinny Pacifico. Uh, the Twitter will be Vinny Pacifico 1, Instagram at Vin Pacifico. Um, I just... I'm, I'm very behind on this, but I just opened my Pro Wrestling Tea store. It should be finalized in the next few days, so we'll see what, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, I have one design already uploading, probably my best design, best design yet, so we'll see. And I have a few more designs coming out very soon. That's awesome, man. I'm definitely going to go on there, support you, make sure I'm following you on all the social media. So everyone that's listening to this, definitely go out there, follow Vin on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and we'll put the information out on the True Hills uh, Facebook as well as Twitter and Instagram for where you can uh, find them on Pro Wrestling Tees as well when this interview goes out. So Thank you very much. Appreciate it. A- anything else you want to sign off for the people before we wrap things up, Vinny? Uh, stay safe and uh, be positive and uh, don't count Vinny out. Don't count Vinny out. And if you enjoyed this video, push the like button. Leave a comment. Uh, leave a comment if uh, you wanna you or you like this uh, this audio. Push the like button if you enjoyed this. Put the comment down below. Send Vinny a shout out and subscribe to our iTunes page, and so you can listen to a lot more great podcasts as well as interviews like this one with Vinny Pacifico. It is me. It is me. Your True Hill Phenom SP3. This has been True Hills BTR with Vinny Pacifico signing off until next time.